And now, now. Here you are. Now we're going. Oh. Seth, talk a little bit for me, buddy. Swing revival, buddy. Swing. Oh, shut up. Revival. Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. And I'm Mark, and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? I'm, I feel motherfucking good. This man just made some money. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. Not, I mean, there's, there's other. You're looking snazzy. Thank you. you. Very nice. You look good too. No, I don't. I All look decked like out in shirt. your in your white in your white t-shirt with your underwear. <laughs> this week, uh, I'm working from home, <laughs> and you look and like next it. week, and uh, yeah, because of uh, the surgence of Omicron. Yeah. So uh, I'm taking it nice and easy, and I will have to get dressed here at some point, but not for you. You're I'm going almost, nice almost, almost, almost naked. Oh, no. Oh, natural. Almost naked. When I work from home, uh, I wear boxers and a uh, tank top, compression stockings and shoes. You're never naked, though, because I've always seen you in your glasses. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Your glasses yeah. make you not naked. Some Only few people have seen me naked without my glasses. And I every night I pray for them. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, you're doing well. I'm doing great. I'm actually having a, a pretty decent week. We'll see how it turns out, but so far, so good. You've brought me some podcast fuel, and for this, I am grateful. I have. I uh, they 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 went head over kettle in the, in the car when I broke hard, and they landed on the floorboard of my truck. And uh, I reached down thinking that I was going to be cleaning up a giant mess when I got here. But hey, man, it's my week. The lids stayed on. Nary a drop was spilled on this day. Nary a drop. <laughs> But unfortunately, Mark, the lid had to come off of a swing revival. Oh, yeah. It did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. It's, it's un- this is going to be an This is an one, interesting yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is another one of those hard right turns. Yeah, it is. Today, we're going to be talking about the song Zoot Suit Riot. Riot! By the Cherry Poppin' Daddies, which is such a gross name. From the moment I heard that name over 20 years ago, I knew I hated it. <laughs> From yes. the very moment, it just—I mean, it just—does it does it turn your stomach like it does mine? Uh, you know, at first, I don't think I really paid much attention to what it meant, mm-hmm. and then after a little bit, I was like, "Oh, it's just stupid." Oh, it's, it's dumb. Yeah. come on. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's—I uh, guess these guys think a lot of themselves. So the last time we left you, listeners. Was on the end of our Do They Know It's Christmas episode. Which was one of the funnest things we've ever done. Where I said, this is going to be a nice, lighthearted episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wrong. No, no. It, it... So generally speaking, I, I'm, I was just working on installing a bidet five minutes before recording this episode. But what? I, I do a lousy job. If you think that I'm good at uh, research... You'd be surprised to know it's the amount of research I do in about five to ten minutes before we record an episode. Oh. If I had a bunch of time, yeah. I'd be a dangerous we man. We are both men that whose time is at a premium. And we and we are all we are both people that are fanatical about the stuff that we love. Yes. And if I were to really, really, really dig up and dredge up some stuff, uh, much like Lee did for the episode that he did with us where um. he read a book. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, with excerpts and what have you. He scoured. 
I would be very, very dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the time. Uh, right, right. However, I received this message on Sunday. Wow. This is a message from a listener named Dustin, an old acquaintance of mine, mm-hmm. someone that I've stayed in touch with. To um, and, uh, and he sent me this message. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed the episode on Do They Know It's Christmas, which is among the most cringe-inducing songs ever. Okay, so far so Very good. much agreed. Yeah. Y'all said you'd be covering Zoot Suit Riot next time, and that it'd be less heavy. I don't think that's right. I figure you already know the historical context, so I'll just say that a fun pop song called Zoot Suit Riot that doesn't address the circumstances of the actual Zoot Suit Riots is uh, problematic. It's almost as gross as the name of the band. (laughs) Anyhow, point is that the Zoot Suit Riots were actually really bad in ways that reveal things about American politics. It would be a mistake to talk about the song in a way that made it less problematic than Do They Know It's Christmas. So says I, but y'all do what you want. I've enjoyed listening since you started. Keep doing the podcast and I'll keep listening. Can I say two things? Please. First, Dustin, thank you for that gloriously insightful email. Absolutely. And two, that motherfucker right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I did know the history of this. I did not. I did. Um, I, didn't, I did know about the Zoot Suit Riots in the early 1940s in Los Angeles. I knew all about them. Um, and I didn't know how much that maybe, I mean, you have to assume that they're attached, you know, that they are, that they're one in the same. Um, I thought that we would hash over the depth of the, uh, of the, of the, how deep, you know, we mentioned problematic, exactly how problematic it is or quantify that during the episode. Like it's going to like, you know, uh, reveal itself as you and I talk about it. Mm -hmm. That's what I assumed. I think he's right, though. I mean, I, I think that it's that we, that 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 was going to naturally unfold. We just took it as at the time we just got done with. Do they know it's Christmas? Which on the surface, which just is very blatant, you know it's problematic just from those lyrics. Once you read them, you're like, holy shit, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did slip under our noses, but we we just went through that, and it was such a it was such a revelation and, and so <laughs> moving to us. It shook us up. That you know to approach one, uh, you know the next. Our next approach is going to be by the cherry popping daddies, you know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, okay, we're going to look at it as a little more lighthearted, maybe. So, but he's right. Yes. So let's go ahead and start because we were kind of, you know, Mike Cosden, who would have been, in hindsight, great to have on this episode <laughs> with all of the because he is the research king. Yeah. Um. But uh, in any event, um. We kind of got thrust into this. I thought it would be fun to do and funny to do mm-hmm. um, because I, the, the lyrics that I did know were pretty stupid. And there's some scatting going on yeah. in the song. Um, but uh, wow. Whoops. So this is going to be partially probably the lyrics are dumb, but also maybe stuff that you didn't know. Short-sided. Because I didn't know it. Let's first start talking about the Cherry Pop and Daddies a little bit. Formed in 1989. What the fuck? Really? 89 in Eugene, Oregon, in Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. yeah. Long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Perry, the name of the singer, which is funny. Steve if you're a Jerry fan. Um, so uh, they've been around forever. They've done a couple different kinds of music. They were a ska band. OK. Before uh, the swing craze started coming around. And I don't want any fellow daddies of the cherry pop and variety correcting me. But it seems like they Jumped on the swing train, if not helped spearhead it, 
whichever it is, I hate them for it. Um, <laughs> this is the time where the movie Swingers came out, right. et cetera, et cetera. You're so money and you don't know it, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. I was never a big part of that. I mean, I remember being young and being in band. Mm-hmm. And I think Mighty Mighty Boss Tones might have been the first band where I was like, oh, this is a rock band with a horn, horn section, section in it. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Like, this part of my life is combining with this part of my life. Yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And um, then, you know, of course, that was in the in the mid-90s, early mm-hmm. 90s, mid-90s. And then, of course, horn sections became, then I started listening to bands like Rocket from the Crypt and Nutrimoke oh, Hotel. Yeah. And Nutrimoke Hotel. Loads of bands that had horns in them, and I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, I want horns and everything. Anyway... So yeah, they um they've been around for a long long time. Can I just time. say that there's an in, there's a difference between innovative music um with a horn section and just a a a, a nostalgic revival, which is what this is. Yes. I mean this song is. I don't know about I honestly don't know about the rest of the Pop and Daddies or their Cherries. Um I do I I don't know, you know, I I've never heard another one of their songs. So their name was that big of a turnoff. To know that oh it it's a it's a, it's an ape on a swing band from like the forties and that's all it is and it's you know it's forgettable. I do have to go on record as saying I do love the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Oh, different. I saw band. them in Bonita uh, Springs band. a couple of years ago. Yeah, at a now now extinct venue, which was they were so fucking good. It was different band. Yeah. Oh no, much, I know they're a different better. band. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, yeah I, much much better. Also, part of that big. Swing revival, yeah, big but, bandish kind of thing, but but breaking new ground. Boy, could they blow, Daddy! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, I know. Uh, Zoot Suit Riot, the song. Um, the Wikipedia article describes this, the Cherry Pop and Baddie, Daddies as a ska swing band, mm-hmm. um, and uh, released in 1997. Written by vocalist and frontman again, Steve Perry. Steve Perry. The most, uh, the most played video on MTV that year. Wow. They got a nomination for Best New Artist in a Video at the 1998 MTV Video Music Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, at what point should we start talking about the history here? Uh, history. Uh, oh, I just like to clean up on these guys right here. Uh, Zoot Suit Riot sold over 2 million copies in the United States with while its eponymous single became a radio hit, launching the daddies to the forefront of the neo-swing movement. Um, and then the important part happened, not the single. By the end of the decade, however, interest in the swing revival had swiftly declined, along with the band's commercial popularity. The resultant failure of their subsequent album, Soul Caddy, contributed to an abrupt hiatus in 2000. And all's well that ends well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So. Now. Now. I want to say, I just want to start off by saying that that uh, Dustin is not fully correct. They do make loose they, they do make mention mm-hmm. of the zoot suit riots yes but they do not go into the cultural and political and racial ramifications of it right um though they do like make once you know about it once i was reading the history of it right um i was like oh oh and then i read the lyrics and i was like Okay, uh, so uh, he's right in that 
they don't get into the ramifications of it. They don't get into it very deep. No. But they definitely do. When you know about the history of the Zoot Suit Riots, you're like, this is talking about the Zoot Suit Riots. Oh, yes. Yeah. So the specific things, events t- that took place are, are mentioned um, as far as the depth of how uh, uh, the problem. What was the real problem with, with what was going on? Why did the riots take place? And what were the results? What were the consequences of these riots? Um, no, they're not mentioned at all. None of that stuff is covered. And it's important to, and Dustin is right in that regard. I'm glad that you and I get to sit here and go over this. You know, when we talked about doing this last week, I thought that this episode was going to be me, an old guy, talking about a now old guy who at one point was a young guy who made music about guys that are really old. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Nope. We're covering history here. Yeah. yeah. So let's go ahead and get a little bit into the history for those of you who don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just kind of giving you... May I just say, I love fucking history. Yes, you do. I love and history. And so uh, feel free to play cleanup for me here and correct me where I'm wrong. Do your thing, baby. <laughs> blow, daddy. Blow, daddy, blow. Uh, around the times of World War II, when the United States got into the war, and there was some other stuff leading up to this that I'll get to here in a second, there was uh, a lot, a lot a lot Mm -hmm. of racism against uh, Mexican-Americans or Mexicans that were living in California. Chicanos. Formerly formerly Mexico. Right. Newly formed, relatively newly formed California. Mm -hmm. A lot of people getting sent back to Mexico, Mm -hmm. etc. Around the time of World War II, where we got thrust into World War II after Pearl Harbor, Mm -hmm. there were... Um, there were a lot of efforts made to lessen things, uh, you know, using things here to help put forward the war effort. Mm -hmm. One thing that we've talked about on, uh, in various trivia podcasts, the original flavoring of Twinkies was banana. Okay. But they stopped doing that specifically so they would have bananas and that flavoring to give to people overseas that were going over for the war effort, Soldiers, yeah. which is where they started doing just the regular cream filling, mm-hmm. things like this. Right. One of the things that they put a giant block on was cloth. Fabric. Fabric. You're, damn, you did do a little bit of work on I this. did one. do a little bit of work on you this. You did. To wear zoot suits, to wear these giant suits, and you've seen them if you've watched The Mask mm-hmm. or whatever, or yep. seen a Cherry Pop and Daddy's Don- video. A Donald Duck video from the 1940s. Giant pants cinched at the waist, giant jackets. Um, kind of think of uh, David Byrne from Stop Making Sense, but less cartoonish. Young American era David Bowie. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um was pretty much forbidden. As a matter of fact, they couldn't make suits like that anymore, but there were underground people that were making suits, suits like this. And, tailors, yes. and even if you had suits like this, to wear them for service people and for, quote, Americans, end quote, right. it was a spit in the face because you were showing off that you had all this cloth when everyone else was trying to conserve their cloth for the boys over overseas it was it was flashiness in a time of humility exactly or what was supposed to be a time of supposed humility. To yeah be. nevertheless mm-hmm. a lot of people who were into this style of music mm-hmm. mostly uh almost exclusively people of color mm-hmm. mostly mexican americans still wore these suits still went to 
um, these dances still listened to this music and did not give a shit. Right. These people were known as pachucas or yes. pachucos. Pachuca. Pachucas, pachucas if they were women. Pachucos right, right, right. if they were men. Um, and uh, there was just this growing animosity in general between Mexican-Americans and white people. And then you have this whole service men thing going on. And around this time uh, is when um, there was a killing of a man named Jose Diaz. Mm -hmm. You know about this? No, I don't know about this specific thing. Tensions had been building. This is from uh, songfacts.com. Tensions had been building since the 1942 murder of a Latino man named Jose Diaz, a case referred to as the Sleepy Lagoon murder case. Okay. Um, this is all building up to let you know that there were actual Zoot Suit riots. I'll read you a little snippet here. Yes. Um, the riots took place when swing music was the hot sound and everyone was doing the jitterbug. Cherry Pop and Daddies made the connection with the song. Um, lead singer Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Explained, I wrote it inspired by the Zoot Suit riots. I guess it seemed like a Pachuco rallying cry that could double as a dance anthem for those of us interested in swing music and culture at a time when no one else was. It was an expression of a proud marginalism that's not that deep, but there you go. Well, if you're not going to get deep talking about uh, what was ostensibly uh, huge um, racism uh, that culminated in deaths between servicemen and uh, Mexicans uh, that were trying to just live their lives and have fun, then you probably just should shut up about it. Um, I don't know why you would just kind of like take it for a short ride. Um, Money, Mark. So you get to talk about it. You get to cash in. Um, <laughs> That's why. This is from Wikipedia. Although the daddies, they're constantly referred to as the okay. daddies, so you're going to have to deal with that, oh, we will. have occasionally explored issues of race, violence, and politics in their music, Zoot Suit Riot expresses no overt political or social commentary. It does not. In a 2009 interview, songwriter Steve Perry elaborated on its significance as an intended anthem for the swing scene. In, in discussing the appropriation of the actual Zoot Suit riots, he wrote, To me, the simplified duality I used as a, I wrote the song was, We swingers were in solidarity with our countercultural ancestors, the Zoot Suiters, and we were opposed to the sailors who represented the squares who weren't hip to our growing communal jive. Wow. Someone please chain this man up to a fucking wall. <laughs> Can somebody? I, I I propose we just shake him real good. I mean, just real fucking good. So his like, pocket watch falls out of his pocket. Wake the fuck up, motherfucker! <laughs> that's that's what I. I, I like. mean, this is just saying, like, to me, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, we just wanted to let them know. Uh, insert swing phrases here. Right. Uh, that we were totally hip and jive with Daddy. those. It, and to these people, it was like it was not about the counterculture it was about living it was and their being life. able to live yes it was their life it was who they were um so uh yeah uh there's uh it's very very mind-blowing there were multiple riots mark um there were there, one of the it kind of culminated in kind of a big one in 1943 um it all had they pretty much took place in los angeles right in the middle of los angeles um, and these sailors that were coming back off of these ships, you know, going out to fight at sea, saw these people 
that were dressed up flashy, like you said, and were not putting their all into the war effort. And then, I mean, there was more than just, I didn't know about the Jose Diaz murder. I do know that one of the big, the big one in 1943 that popped off was because of the rumor of a Pachuco killing of a white man or a sailor. And they just started attacking them. Not li- They used it as an excuse just to attack them. And it led to uh, massive beatings. It led, met, led to a few deaths, um, some rapes even, apparently. And what I, I don't think was covered in what you read is that um, the sailors were just kind of given a free pass by the LAPD. Shocker. That, yeah, I know. Total shocker, yeah. Um, they were just kind of given a free pass to do these beatings and to do what they did. And then when the police did eventually intervene, the only people that wound up wound up in jail were the Mexican-Americans. You know, mm-hmm. were the, the people. And what, what also wasn't covered is that these people, despite their look, were a part of the fucking war effort. Mm-hmm. I can't stress that enough. They were working. Yes, Los Angeles was a huge production town when it came to the Navy and the Air Force. I mean, it was huge. And they were working in the same fucking war effort. Something that was not covered, that's not mentioned or covered. They were a huge part of the swing behind World War II, which was a just war in our case. You know, I mean, there was a reason that it won, and there was, it's good that we won. I know people want to go back and play revisionist history on all kinds of things like that, but... The thing that's overlooked from this this story is that as much as people came down on them for, you know, not showing, I guess, what would be the proper humi- level of humility, these people were a part of our fucking war effort. They were Americans that were working towards winning the war, and they were just attacked for the way they looked, and then subsequently persecuted by officials and police afterwards just for the fucking way they looked. There was a mention in the thing that I was reading saying there were a lot of uh, Mexicans that were fighting in the war. And that! That were not, they just weren't enough and didn't have enough swing to cool, you know, because you had these people that were like, I'm Mexican and I'm a service person. Right. Calm down. Yeah. We're all on the same, we're all on the same page here, but it just, it wasn't, they weren't enough. No, no, no. Their numbers weren't enough that they were going to be able to ease those tensions. Oh yeah, back then it was far, far more sailors and, you know, European Americans that, that could, you know, partake in the, in this, what amounts to, I mean, it's more than just one riot. I mean, this is systemic. It's, there's portions of it that are still existing to this very fucking day. Um, But, you know, we're talking about, we're talking about the daddies, yo. Yeah. yeah. Um, a real quick, um, I think it's interesting. So I think that the, the lyric part of this may be very short because I think we're mostly going to talk about how fucked up this is. How dumb. Yeah. And how um, interesting this is. Well, it's we, two short-sighted songs in a, in a, in a, in a week, in two weeks, Mark. Yeah. Well, I mean, this that's is. What we're, I mean, we, I, you're right. I didn't see this last week when we announced that we were doing it. Good or bad, we got to discuss it. It's got to come up. Uh, our history has to be covered, and they are a part of our history. One other little thing about the Zoot Suits. they di- I don't necessarily think that they originated in Pachuco or Chicano culture in, um, in Southern California. I honestly do believe that Zoot Suits were probably part of the Harlem Renaissance movement a little bit more before 
the 1940s. I mean, we're going back to the early 1900s, you know, the early 20th century, and there were zoot suits in like Harlem clubs, you know, where you saw, you know, uh, dancers with, you know, large, large, you know, cinched up pants, like you said, the, the big shoulders and hats with big feathers on them. Um, so it's not just Southern California, although that's what's being I mean, it's badly covered. Mostly, I mean, the, most of it, most of it is downtown Los Angeles, right? Where right. all the actual attacks take place. Uh, June third, nineteen forty-three, sailors getting off of whatever they're doing. Right. There were a bunch of uh, off-duty police that called themselves the Vengeance Squad, right. who were quoting, uh, "quote seeking to clean up Main Street from what they viewed as the loathsome influence of Pachuco gangs." Um, beat zoot suit, um, zoot suitors, I guess we'll call them for or pachucos, yeah. Um, with clubs, stripped them of their suits, put them in a pile, and burned them. Jesus, um, that was just on the first day. It's kind of um, what we were fucking fighting against, you know? Yeah, I over, mean, really, exactly. Yeah. Over the next few days, thousands of servicemen and residents joined the attacks, marching abreast down streets, entering bars and movie houses, and assaulting any young Mexican American males they encountered. This is one of those things where it's like trying to come off like it originally was like a pro am effort, and then very quickly became just a we hate Mexicans oh, effort. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, are you brown? then I'm going to beat the shit out of you because I'm going to say you're guilty by association. Right. Um, well, that's never happened in the United States before. In one incident, sailors dragged two Zooters on stage as a film was being screened, stripped them in front of the audience, and then urinated on their suits. Hmm. Though, uh, Although police accompanied the rioters, they had orders not to arrest any, and some of them joined in on the rioting. Hmm. After several days, more than 150 people had been injured, and the police had arrested more than 500 Mexican-American civilians. Yeah. Just Mexican-American civilians. Right. On charges ranging from rioting to vagrancy. Hmm. A witness to the attacks wrote, is this person's name is Carrie McWilliams, Marching through the streets of downtown L.A., a mob of several thousand soldiers, sailors, and civilians proceeded to beat up every zoot suitor they could find. Right. Pushing its way into the important motion picture theaters, the mob ordered the management to turn on the house lights and then ran up and down the aisles, dragging Mexicans out of their seats. Street carts were halted while Mexicans and some Filipinos and Negroes, at the time, were jerked from their seats, pushed into the streets, and beaten with a sadistic frenzy. It just spilled over into not being about Pachucos anymore. No. It was, are you white? No. Yeah, then you're going now. to get... Yeah. yeah, exactly. Us. Meaning white. And them. Yeah. yeah. Just like in Do They Know It's Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. That line of delineation. Aren't you glad it's not you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can hear Bono now yeah. just singing about really this. Really belting that one out, Bono. Um, it, yeah. Yeah. It's... uh, Man. It sucks. The Los Angeles City Council and, approved a resolution criminalizing the wearing of zoot suits. That's fucking fascist. fascist within the shit limits right of there, L.A. Man. I mean, it that's, is that is dis- just it's stomach turning. It is stomach turning. Meanwhile, across the fucking water, they're burning books and raping people in you know in, in Germany and raping people in China. And at the same fucking time, oh, guess what? We're making it against the law for you to wear something. Tell me if this sounds familiar. The zoot suit has become a badge of hoodlumism. Like, yeah, this is like uh, we've heard this over and over again. Wearing oh, baggy clothes, oh, wearing your oh, pants. Hold on, hold on. Trayvon Martin had his hood up on his hoodie. 
Exactly. You know what I'm saying? This so is... that just automatically makes him fucking guilty. Exactly. Oh, please don't let me not get started on that shit. Exactly. It's it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, no ordinance. And here's the here's the really funny part about all, all of this, Mark. I can almost guarantee you, Mark. Look at me. Look at me. I can guarantee you that probably 85% of those Chicanos, Pachucos, those Americans that were attacked probably woke up the next fucking day and went to fucking work. You bet your fucking ass they I did. I can guarantee you they probably did. Um, it says, no ordinance was approved by the city council or signed into law by the mayor, but the council encouraged the WPB to take steps to curb illegal production of men's clothing in violation of WPB limitation orders. While the mobs had first targeted only Pachucos, they also attacked African-Americans in zoot suits who lived in the Central Avenue corridor area. The Navy and Marine Corps uh, command staffs intervened on June 8th to reduce the attacks, confining sailors and Marines to barracks and ordering that Los Angeles be declared off limits to all military personnel. At least someone was Somebody, fucking doing yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Thank God. Um, there that, were people with brains back then in this country. Thank God. A few of them. Yeah, a couple. Yeah. I think we're probably going to leave it there yeah. um, because we could go on forever and we'll probably just get a lot more angry. But, um, pero Mark, quiero decir que apoyamos toda la gente en Estados Unidos. Toda la gente. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but that means me and you, we support every fucking person in the United States. That, that is damn true. Uh, should we get started on these fucking lyrics? Yeah. <laughs> let's I almost, let's take a breath. I almost feel like we shouldn't even bother. <laughs> I know this week on history to go. But now that we know the history, yeah, yeah. Now, now that we know the history, we can look at these lyrics. Now let's hack into Steve Perry and fuck. Should have been gone. <laughs> now let's look to see how he just makes this into a really <laughs> catchy song. Happy times. Who's that whispering in the trees? <laughs> it's two sailors, and they're on leave. Pipes and chains and swinging hands. Who's your daddy? Yes, I am. It was a fun time, guys. Dude, it's so cringy now knowing the story. This is like this is like the when I first heard the kids bop version of In the End by Linkin Park. It's like, how are you gonna make a song about uh, complete disdain and uncaring, you know, un- no compassion about your own life, right? And make it into a kid's song, which they did. Yeah, you're which right. Which is yeah, what this exactly. is. It's the this same is thing. like this is like, you know, a, a teaspoon of sugar makes it helps the medicine go down. It's it, like this song could almost be played on like Sesame Street if you take out the short sighted lyrics. I mean, really? Hey, yeah. remember? Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I will say, I did, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, if anything, I will say that it, it makes, I guess it makes the sellers sound like they're automatically on the, uh, on the offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they, yeah, they were, which yeah, they, they yeah. They seem so that's to historically accurate, but I do have a question. What's that whispering in the trees? What do you think that's about? Who's that whispering in the trees? Or, or, or who's, yeah, who's, I'm sorry. It's two sailors and they're on leave. That's oh, okay. who's whispering in the trees. Okay. They're in there. Being all, I'm I'm gonna beat up these pachucos. Yeah, I think yeah. is kind of what they're saying. But the who's your daddy? Yes, I am. Yeah, weird. Yeah, it is fucking weird. And maybe it's, it's now with the with the daddy thing being what it is. Stevie got so far away, removed man. from nineteen the mid nineteen nineties. Right. Um. But uh, I guess that's saying that he's going to beat the shit out of these sailors. I, 
or maybe speaking for the sailors. I don't know. It's very stupid. He's, he's, I, he definitely needs. Well, he, his job of explaining that he did what we heard earlier is shit. Fat cat came to play. Now you can't run fast enough. You'd best stay away when the pushers come to shove. I, what do you have? All right, I'm on. Um, I'm on song meanings, and I have it as Fat Cat came to play. Now he can't run fast enough. Well, I think that ostensibly we're saying the same we're say, thing. Yeah, we're, it's just from second person. Whoever to, the fat cat is who came to, to, to start trouble uh-huh. uh, is now running because okay. they're getting their asses kicked. Okay. I also want to say it's kind of damaging here that the song is making it sound like the Pachucos won. Because everything that I'm getting so far from the song is these sailors came, they were going to start trouble, we ran them out of the place. Right. But... The truth is that they were swarmed by numbers of people that... It's the exact opposite. And so it's kind of yeah. damaging making it sound like, oh, yeah, Zoot Suiters were the tough ones. And then you find out the history and it's like, oh, no. Right. They were stripped of their clothes and they were set on fire. Yeah, it shouldn't sound so celebratory. Yeah. Maybe those horns should be sound playing like a funeral dirge or something. Yeah. I and mean, uh, I don't know exactly when the pushers come to shove. Hmm. Um it, I don't know what term they're using for pushers here, but it also pushers. seems a little Dude. iffy. Or pushers or sailors? I guess. I guess. Oh, man. Okay. All right. And we and we go. Least of our problems. Here's zoot our suit first riot. chorus. Yeah. Zoot suit riot. Riot. Throw back a bottle of beer. Zoot suit riot. Pull a comb through your coal black hair. Zoot suit riot. 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 Okay. Throw back a bottle of beer, Zutsu Riot. Pull a comb through your coal black hair. Mm. Blow daddy. <laughs> Blo- yeah, that's Christ. right. Blow daddy. I will say, uh, I can't stand swinger slang. Even I think when real people that are actually into swing yeah. say it, I think it probably makes my hair stand on end. Right. Um, there is one aspect of this culture that I think is beyond cool. What's that? And that's those people. Every once in a while, you're scrolling through the internet, and you might see a video of these dance revivalists doing jitterbugs oh, and stuff like that. That shit is so amazing. And they're freaking amazing. Yeah. They're totally amazing. But right, the band leader that stands out front with slick back, you know, with a a, a duck butt, you know, that's what we used to call it, duck mm-hmm. butt, duck butt Elvis, you know, hairdo standing there going, all right, daddy. With a pencil thin mustache is, you know, that's the guy you want to punch. <laughs> pencil thin mustache. A whipped up jitterbug and brown eyed man, mm. a stray cat fronting up an eight piece band. Cut me, Sammy, and you'll understand. In my veins, hot music ran. Racha cha cha. Is it fucking. It's all about the music. Jimmy Durante wrote a poem. That's not a banana, that's my nose. That banana's going overseas, see? Yeah, I mean, brown eyed man. <laughs> We're, I we're guess, making about, yeah. we're we're making Mexican. reference to Pachucos. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently he's also a stray cat, fronting up an eight piece band. Right. Um, and I don't know who Sammy is. I, I don't. don't I know if that's just the the maybe that's the catch all for a piano player. But it's play it again, Sam. Just jitterbug license. Just swinger license. <laughs> jitterbug license. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when uh, calling every Australian man a bloke. Bloke or mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or uh, what do they call a right. woman? What's Sheila, Sheila, that's Sheila, it. throw another yeah. shrimp on the Bobby. Going oh. back to Austria, huh? 
<laughs> you sound like you're from London. Uh, yeah, and in my veins, hot music ran. Right. Uh, past tense, I guess it doesn't run anymore. No. Uh, you got me in a sway, and I want to swing you, Dove. Now you sailors know where your women come for love. Now, this is kind of interesting to me. Okay. This is one of those things where I was like, oh, okay. Um, now that I know like the history with the sailors, mm-hmm. where your women come for love? Well, I don't know that that is really anything I read about in the whole Zoot Suit history. No. That the sailors' women came to Pachucos for love. I wouldn't say they'd be wrong to do so. Cause Teach these, their own? Because, yeah, this is small dick energy of these servicemen. <laughs> this is come in two minutes and roll over and, and don't realize what foreplay is energy. Right, right. This is not knowing where the clit is energy. <laughs> this is this is heavy, um, you know, uh, come in your pants okay. before foreplay even starts energy. It's a letdown. It's a letdown. Right. So for them to go and have sex with a bunch of guys that actually know what is going on, uh, that would make sense. Right. Uh, I do not know anything that is saying that the women of these sailors, if they had girlfriends specifically in another place where they weren't from, probably, Mm -hmm. uh, were going and they were mad about it. Right. Let me ask you this. Did you ever see the movie uh, Jarhead? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember in the movie where they would they would constantly go they would talk about Jody? Do you remember that? No. Okay, in the movie they go they go, "Hey, you know, Jody's back home fucking your girl while you're all fight you're off fighting." Jody was the guy that was at home the four in I don't know if it goes back this far but uh in in World War II he was the 4F or the guy that didn't make it in the military that was staying at home screwing everybody's girlfriend while the real men were off fighting Jody. Mm-hmm. Um and that might have been, you know, that might have been kind of what he's bringing up that one of these guys is a Jody. That actually existed that the term Jody existed before that movie. They didn't make it up in that movie. It's 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 an actual word that I heard my brothers they're all my every one of my brothers was in the military and I heard the term Jody used before that movie. Now, this is the interesting thing here is that I've always heard always in my like 30 minutes to an hour worth of reading about the Zutsu riots is the problem was inverse. Mm-hmm. The sailors were going and hitting in all of the pachucas. In this case, yes, it and was. And so it's kind of a confusing thing where it's like where your women come for love. It's like who who are you talking? Who are you saying is your right? As a matter of fact, one of the pre part of the prelude to the to the um, zoot suit riots were servicemen walking across the street to go and talk to some pachucas right. because they found them attractive. Yes, and a lot of these women hid knives in their hair and like got wow. in dirty. Like they were they. They they're talked a lot about, um, you know, kind of being on the, the sidelines, but a lot of them like were parts of the they were uh, not to the... be effed with. No, no, no. So I don't know exactly why. Um, as a matter of fact, when you go on to uh, when you go on to, you know, the genius, mm-hmm. um, that line, the uh, now you sailors know where your women come for love specifically mentions uh, the Pachucas. And I can't tell I can't tell why. Because it seems like it seems to me that if the 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 daddies, mm-hmm. as they're so eloquently just you know Steve Perry, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve Perry, Perry. Um, if if they're on their side, then wouldn't they be talking to the servicemen 
It's a very confusing. Uh, yeah, this is. I mean, he's he uh, Mark. I think he's shown in spades that he has not thought this through. No, no. Zoot suit riot. Riot. Throw back a bottle of beer. Zoot suit riot. Riot. Throw a pull a comb through your pull, coal black hair. Pull, 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 yeah, pull that comb. Yeah. Ba dee ba dee ba dee boo 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 boo. We get this whole thing. Yeah. Um, then we have what's referred to as scat breakdown, which I had for about two to three days in a row. I ate some Indian food and Did I had you? a scat, oh, breakdown, scat breakdown, aka diarrhea. Yeah, oh, I love diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. It makes everything fun. easy. Yeah. Uh, all right, go and listen. You want blow, daddy? You want <laughs> you want the real thing? I'll just tell you, Mark. The real thing. This is a joke. This is not the real thing. Go listen to motherfucking Louis Prima. Oh yeah, that is the king. He is the, the king. Origina- the original writer of Jump Jive and Whale. He, later that- made more popular by. Uh, by, by the Stray um, Cat. Stray Cat, yeah. Uh, by um, Mr. Stray Cat. Uh, Brian Sexton. Yeah. Setzer. 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 I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, but no, go listen to fucking Louis Prima. That is the king of scat. When when these guys do it, it's a joke. It's just silly. When he does it, you are listening to an art form. This is your meal in a pill. Mm-hmm. This song is um, just the most digestible version. This is... Is this um, musical Soylent Green, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which took place in 2022. Oh my God, we're there. We've re- Steve Perry. We're in the future. We're there. <laughs> yeah, um, this is Soylent Green. Okay. This is <laughs> this is the lullaby version of a Radiohead song. Ugh. This is that actually the, sounds pretty cool. The lullaby version it, of a radio. It does. That's, that's, it, they actually are really cool sounding. Oh, you got me in a sway, and I want to swing you, Dove. I don't think anybody refers to anybody as Dove, by no. the way. I think they solely did that because it rhymes with a lot of stuff. Well, also, this is vocabulary revival, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, totally. that's what I'm saying. I don't know that anybody ever in the oh, swing in community the called them Dove. Yeah, you think they said What's going on, Dove? Dove back then? Yeah, Maybe. I uh, what the fuck do I know? I yeah, didn't get I, involved in this shit. No. <laughs> now you sailors know where your women come for love. Zoot Suit Riot. Riot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I missed my cue. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> You leaving me up here all uh, alone? I didn't, I didn't mean to. Throw hang back out. a bottle of beer, zoot suit riot. Riot. Pull a comb through your cold black hair, zoot suit riot. Riot. Throw back a bottle of beer, zoot suit riot. Pull a comb through your cold black hair. You're in a zoot suit riot. You're in a zoot suit riot. You're in a zoot suit riot. And then at the end he says, "I think I'm about ready to sing it," which I don't know why he says that at this point in the song. Yeah. Then it's got cool drum sound. I was about to say, nothing wrong with those tom rolls. Yeah, no, no, it's it it sounds good. And the thing is, these guys are talented. Their horn section is good. Mm -hmm. They're they're a talented band. Right. It just got ruined by Steve Perry. It's just like, yeah, it it just sounds. uh, I don't know. I I could picture a couple people in this band quitting, being like, "We're doing swing now. I can't get involved in this. I'm sorry." Um, songmeetings.com. I mean, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even look at them. It's I, that was don't. the one I was looking through. Yeah, you know when people talk about don't read the comments. Yeah, I, I don't read my own press. <sighs> All right, no, no, let's do it. Let's do it. 
Oh, holy I mean, fuck. there's a lot You're of not kidding. Let's... why do you hate America and um, it's uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to. Um... Well, let, hold on. I'm looking. There's good stuff in here. Yeah, there's explanations that we went over with. A, a good fabric was scarce and hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that we've covered that. So it's not all bad. Yeah, you're right. Why do we hate America? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh no, I was just joking. And Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, um, someone did say uh, Cherry Pop and Daddy's is a dirty name. Think about it with a wink face. Uh, yeah. Oh, good for them. Yeah. They finally figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, it's just, uh, I would, I'd be afraid if I ever named a band that, that I'd pull up in town somewhere and some, I'd get out of the van and some dude would kick my ass over that name. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, but I, I just would. I would oh, is that, you know, people standing out there waiting for the cherry popping daddies to show up. They get out. Hey, we're here. Ah, cha cha. Bam. You know, they all just get their asses kicked over their fucking name. Actually, they're right. This song is about the Zutsu riots. Now I'm not sure about the gaudier, the better part. I've always wanted to buy a zoot suit because all my girlfriends said I'd look good. But if they are, if they are right, then I'd be a pimp. I don't even know what that means. I don't know why I read that. Mm, I'm stupider. I, I don't. I don't know. Someone said, "Now you sailors know where your women come for love," and they said that line always gets me for some reason. <laughs> gets you what? Mm. This if song you... is a fun song. We would always play it in pet band. We'd have a sax player that would shout out "riot" in a really high pitched voice at that part of the song. It was really funny. Uh, Woo! Let's close this why? damn site down, please. Let's just... When asked, uh, when Songfax asked Perry if Zutsurai was a blessing or a curse, he replied, it was a blessing. I didn't have to go get a box of food at the church poverty outreach anymore. No more blocks of government cheese. For some reason, I think that he's full of shit, and he never really actually had to do that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know, Steve Perry... <laughs> So what do I know? Yeah. Lastly, I think the most important part about this yeah. that anybody can get other than the actual history. In 1999, Weird Al turned Zutsu Riot into Grapefruit Diet, <laughs> a song about a radical new diet. Have you ever heard it? Yes. Oh, I haven't. Oh, I, yeah. oh, I got to. Li- That's the first thing I do when we when we hang this up. There you go. Oh, you want to give me a, uh, a rating? A creep factor? Give me a creep factor. Not as high as last week, but it's still there. Um, it, It's. Maybe maybe we should do a short short sightedness factor, a tone deaf, tone oh. definition, uh, tone definition, tone definition. Yeah, is um, very high. Yeah, it, it uh, creep factor. I'm gonna give it a six six. No, let's say a five point five, a five point seven. Yeah, the, yeah. The, now you sailors know where your women come for love yeah, makes it a little bit creepy. creepy. I'm not gonna say it's very high though. I'll give it a. Um, I'll give it like a three point six. Okay. Um, but as far as a, sh- as far as stupidity, out of, out of touch, uh, factor. Um, Let's give it a uh, nine. Making a lighthearted, tr- uh, uh, lighthearted, um, song, out of something that is devastating and terrible. Right. Um, I would give it like a nine point three. <laughs> yeah, nine point one is what I was just gonna say. Yeah, just yeah. basically like completely not caring at all. Um, what, uh, you know, it really is right up there with, do they know it's Christmas, you know? Yeah. Feed the world. It's right. Up, and we didn't even know, man. I mean, we kind of didn't at the time. Think I about had it. no clue. No, yeah. I had no clue. Right. And now I know. So I, w- I, I would have found out, but thanks again to Dustin for, yeah. for, uh, for pointing that out and for listening. 
And uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, for as far as next week is concerned, yeah. What are we, where are we where are we headed? A long time ago, in a land far, far away, we planned on doing this about three or four weeks ago. Okay. We planned on doubling up on this guy. Okay. We've done one song from him before. Oh. And we're finally going to get around to doing another song oh, by him because it's a new year. It's Billy Idol and oh, it's Rebel shit. Yell. Yeah, it needs to be done. We started doing this for uh, live band karaoke. I saw like the first or second line and I was like, you've got to be kidding. Yeah, me. there's, you know, I looked at other songs by him. There's a lot of worthy Billy Idol songs. A lot. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, oh, he really he has some horrible. I think Rebel Yell, uh, we got to look this up. I think it was co written with Stevie Stevens. Who, by the way, played guitar at one point for Michael Jackson, is a great guitarist and musician, but he's got some splaining to do when it comes to these damn lyrics. I'm thinking it was just Billy wrote them. Oh, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how, what the history of that is. I haven't... I haven't done my digging in. I will while I'm yeah. piecing together a bidet next uh, next week. <laughs> but uh, go ahead and listen to Rebel Yell. It's a fun fucking song. Tell your friends. Have them tell two friends. We have a, a, a Facebook page and an Instagram page. Please come visit them. Tell us what you think. Please do not hesitate to give us suggestions or just tell us what you think of us, good or bad. I don't give a shit. Tell us what you think. Um, tell some friends. Have some fun with us. Daddy. Blow. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>